Chapter 31 of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by St. Bonaventure. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 31 The Disciples of Our Lord Pluck Ears of Corn and Eat Them, Through Hunger, On the Sabbath. As the disciples of our Lord Jesus passed through the fields with him on the Sabbath day, where corn was growing, they plucked some of the ears and ate them through hunger. The Pharisees, who watched every word and action of our Lord, that they might find an occasion of accusing him of some breach of their law, reproved him and his disciples for it, saying, Thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day. Matthew chapter 12 But our Lord, to excuse them, first brought the example of David and his companions, who, when they were hungry, ate the bread of proposition. Have you not read, said he, what David did when he was hungry, and they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God, and did eat the loaves of proposition, which were not lawful for him to eat, nor for them that were with him, but for priests only. Secondly, that the priests of the law, on the Sabbath day, circumcised and offered sacrifice, which are both corporal works. Have ye not read in the law, said he again, that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple do break the Sabbath, and are without blame? Ibidem and what might have served for the greatest excuse was that the lord of the creation was himself present there who was the author and master of the law and therefore could give them leave to break it let us now devoutly consider and take compassion on the great poverty of the disciples though in company of their lord who is the sovereign god and master of all things if we duly reflect on it, we cannot but be inspired with the love of poverty and corporal suffering for his sake. For is it not strange to think that they, who by a singular prerogative were chosen to the sublime degree of the apostleship and made the princess of the world, should be obliged by hunger to eat the ears of corn as if they were not men but irrational animals? and this too in the presence of him who is the creator of all things and who bountifully feeds and provides for every creature and yet he sees them suffer such want without bestowing any relief as if he were not able to help them but our most gracious and merciful lord who wrought all things for our greater example and for the good of our salvation suffered them to be thus needy and poor for the accomplishment of his great designs, as he himself also had assumed the nature of man with all the infirmities incident to it, but yet without sin. Wherefore, though he had compassion on them in this their hunger and distress, inasmuch as he was moved unto it by the tender love he bore them, nevertheless he was pleased with it as he saw the good will with which they suffered out of pure love and affection to him. And here, all such as have forsaken the world for the love of our blessed Lord, 
have a perfect model from which they may copy all those virtues which are necessary for them to follow videlicet patience in distress true poverty of spirit and the virtue of abstinence contrary to the vice of gluttony and first as to patience in all our necessities and wants seeing that the disciples of our lord jesus who had quitted all they possessed to follow him suffered with cheerfulness and patience such great distress in his presence whom they saw feed and relieve miraculously many thousands of other men how much more ought we to be patient in the like necessities when it shall please his divine goodness to afflict us with them we are neither so deserving his favours as they were nor are we so perfectly established in his love but on the contrary have deserved for our impatience and ingratitude to so bountiful a god much greater punishments and many more wants than his goodness permits us to suffer who perhaps has never yet permitted us to know any want at all secondly as to what relates to a perfect state of poverty you are to understand that the poverty of our lord jesus far excelled in perfection beyond any comparison the voluntary poverty of any other person for the poverty of those who for the love of christ have forsaken all the riches and preferments of this transitory life is generally in great repute with worldlings and is commended and esteemed by them as a sublime and noble virtue but the poverty of our blessed lord was held in contempt by all inasmuch as it was unknown to the world that he voluntarily submitted to it wherefore they esteemed it to be of mere necessity and what he could not avoid as seems to appear both in him and his disciples who were obliged by hunger to pluck and eat the ears of corn and that poverty which we suffer not by choice but through necessity is too often reckoned a contemptible thing so likewise was that of our blessed lord for such as knew him saw that he had neither house nor habitation wherein to repose or to put his head which drew upon him the contempt and derision of all that beheld him this we may gather from the too general practice of mankind who conceive the utmost contempt for the poor and distressed but if with patience and resignation they submit to the divine will they are in reality most worthy and pleasing in the sight of him who left them his glorious example hence it is a most dangerous and execrable sin to despise any man in his poverty or misery the truly poor however are not those only who have forsaken all temporal riches and make an outward show and profession of voluntary poverty but they who to this add the poverty of the spirit that is desire no plenty nor seek any more comfort in the perishable goods of this life than just as much as may suffice to support the infirmities of nature for if he that is poor remains so only for want of an opportunity of enjoying the goods and plenty of fortune such a one has no share in the holy poverty of our lord jesus 
but rather lives in poverty misery and distress in this life without any merit of an eternal reward in the next this is the true description of a perfect poverty concerning which virtue saint bernard speaks at large in his sermon upon the nativity of our lord jesus thirdly as to the virtue of abstinence we may find most powerful examples of it both in the disciples of our lord and in our lord jesus himself gluttony is a vice against which we must struggle during our whole life this we are taught by the holy fathers who by long experience were true judges of the nature of its dangerous and repeated assaults saint bernard especially in many places tells us with what assiduity we ought to shun that vice and give to the body only so much nourishment as is necessary for its support whatever we allow it more than this by feeding our lust and exceeding our present necessities exposes us to the danger of death both soul and body by yielding to this passion our virtue is so often overcome that like irrational and senseless brutes we prefer the gratification of our greedy appetites to every other consideration which gives rise to many disorders and infirmities thus our health is impaired and not only the body remains indisposed to serve god but even the soul is so much defiled that it cannot recur to him with becoming purity and cleanliness of heart seeing then that the vice of gluttony is so dangerous in its consequences and so much condemned by the fathers we must endeavor to shun it as much as is in our power and obtain the virtue of abstinence which we may learn from the example of our blessed lord of his disciples and other saints they have taught us to subdue our flesh and keep it in subjection by temperate food and such a degree of abstinence as may be guided by the virtue of discretion which as saint bernard saith is not only a virtue itself but the director of all other virtues inasmuch as where this is wanting that which may seem to be virtue is only vice saint gregory saith that discretion is the mother and preserver of all other virtues now discretion in relation to abstinence and the nourishing of our bodies consists in this as saint augustine teaches in his book of confession that a man ought to use the same moderation in eating and drinking for the nourishing of his body as he would use in taking of a medicine for the cure of an infirmity for as in taking physic we should take such a portion or quantity as is sufficient for healing our sores or the curing our disease so likewise as hunger and thirst became the infirmities of mankind by the transgression of adam meat and drink which are medicines appointed for the curing of these infirmities ought to be taken only in such proportion as is conducive to that end the above may suffice of the virtue of abstinence and the vice contrary to it which is gluttony which i have here taken occasion to treat of from the hunger our lord jesus and his disciples sustained and the poorness of their small refection 
who for our example both here and in the desert began vigorously to oppose and fight against the sin of gluttony End of chapter 31